Welcome to I Tanai, a podcast where two men discuss their opinions and sometimes agree and sometimes disagree. We agree to see I Tanai regardless of whether that's in agreement or not. Your hosts here today are Vlad, myself, and Joey. And again, this is just our opinions. So please don't take it literally. Freak out and send me tweets. <laughs> Or Instagram DMs or any of that, okay? Or Facebook Messenger if you're 50 <laughs> and up. You know, don't don't freak out, okay? Because we're just talking here. Vlad, how are you doing, man? I'm good. I'm good. You know, it's uh, week is a week, just chugging along, you know? So nothing, I think, too exciting, but nothing too bad. Just living, man. Just living life, you know, doing, doing what I got to do. Getting back to normal, man. Yeah. You know, going out to the bar, getting shit faced. <laughs> um, anyways, there's more cancellations happening in terms of cancel culture. Oh, more people are being canceled. Well, it depends on who you ask, because it seems like cancel culture only swings one way. You know, like mm. if if it's like if it doesn't agree with what you believe and you're like you know how, how you sway wh- whether that's political or not because it seems like politics today it's like a religion right yeah like we worship these people now like fauci they got signs and Fau- like people's yards with fauci's face on it oh my god saying thank you fauci we love you but those wheels of justice move really swiftly with with cancel culture so People who don't agree with like whatever the status quo is get canceled or what? But I mean, I, I think cancel culture has gone a long way back. Like I think people were getting canceled before we actually started calling it that. There was something I came across. It was like either a meme or a tweet or something like that. But it was talking about Betty White and saying when she had her show, I think it was a screenshot of a tweet. So I, I guess that counts as a meme. Mm-hmm. But it was like she had a, I think, a TV show at some point and she brought on like a, a jazz musician or something. And then that at the time was like, oh, my gosh, you can't mm-hmm. do it. So like her TV show literally got canceled. Wait, what? I mean, what did she She just brought on a jazz singer? He, so he's he was of the the dark persuasion. Yeah. And so I think that was I don't know, like how far back this was, because I don't know I don't know how old Betty White is. Like She's probably like 98. Yeah. So I think back then it was like uh, maybe not so you know openly accepted or something. But what it oh, real so the fact that she brought on an African American singer was enough to cancel her. So I don't. I know thought if, he she said a joke or some shit about him. So I don't know if it was um, like just the fact that she brought him on, but like she did that, and then sometime later her show got canceled. So I don't know what if it's like directly resulting from it, but like I mean. There are other examples too, right? Like, I think society's been canceling people before, like, modern day cancel culture. I think it's just like. I don't know who, though, because, like, if you look at. Uh, I Jesus mean, got canceled, bro. Well. He got canceled yeah, hard. Yeah, he, he got. He paid the <laughs> ultimate price, but. But uh, it just feels like, even like. Do you remember that story, Marion Barry, where he was, like, the mayor of Washington? dc or something and he smoked crack with a bunch of prostitutes he got reelected after that happened all he said was sorry and he got reelected but same position yeah he got reelected wow i i hope it's mary it's marion barry i've seen that fucking documentary too many times um but it's like i guess that's not really like in because in our world today's world you get canceled over like political ideologies right or if you say or sexual stuff. or sexual stuff but louis like, ck louis ck if you yeah the me too movement was probably like the biggest sector of 
the cancel culture, right? That we've seen so far, which is, you know, those people should honestly like, uh, like Harvey Weinstein, shit like that. Like those mm. people are sick. They're fucked up in the head. Yeah. So they need to be like shooed away, right? I mean, mm-hmm. but some people, I'm just like, we we can't just cancel someone because there was a really stupid tweet 12 years ago that may have been insensitive. And I'm talking about Megan Rapinoe here. Yeah. I don't think she should lose her livelihood or uh, how, you know, she, she gets a, I mean, I guess you can't cancel someone from the soccer team or whatever, but you know, what she did was stupid. It's insensitive. Yeah. But like, you shouldn't lose your fucking livelihood over a stupid tweet you did 12 years ago right so i think i think i was watching an episode of community on netflix and this they kind of like mentioned this briefly and so the thinking or at least like the line that i think one of the characters says is like doesn't it show growth like you know if you had one viewpoint or mindset like a decade ago and then over time right you've learned more like you've obviously grown as a person and now you're like okay i know that was wrong or that was incorrect or you know my views on that have shifted like where don't you get like credit for that or is it just like right bad tweet bad person yeah cancel and that that's the whole thing i'm against because she to be fair megan rapino is, is one of these like ambassadors for cancel culture she calls out people all the time this isn't right this isn't right i you know depending on what they do they shouldn't be canceled either so if megan rapino wants to do that she needs to follow suit and deal with it on her own what cancel herself yes she needs to <laughs> go into the the office the the administrative building at her local government i like form and f309 for canceling yes go and fill the paperwork you know get the the proper uh authentication all the signatures and the get, documentation get out or just chill out well forget about it it was a stupid tweet what, what do you think has been the most extreme example of cancel culture mm. well i know we were talking about the jk rowling thing was pretty pretty wild i don't i guess that wouldn't be like the biggest example but i guess the biggest i mean if we're, we're speaking really the biggest and the most recent would be trump right i mean he was knocked off mm-hmm. platforms left and right i mean that insurrection didn't help yeah but it's like he was literally kicked off banned from twitter Mm-hmm. But then you got the Ayatollah from Iran who's on there who makes death threats all the time. It's just, it's fucking with weird. The Ayatollah is on. <laughs> yes, they let him on, but not, I mean, yeah, you, I, you know, Trump's not the greatest guy in the world, but it's like, really? Like, it's it's just a weird thing. And we kind of talked about it last episode with, mm-hmm. like, cybersecurity, privacy, all that yeah. shit. But, like, the, the shit they can do now. Where they can literally censor shit. Mm-hmm. Google won't let it come up in their search engines if you're talking yeah. about like COVID this or COVID that. And like we're literally being censored. And like what what part of history ever has there been a time where the people censoring people and burning books and getting rid of this are the good people? Yeah. I mean, the Ayatollah being on Twitter is, is funny to me. It's almost like a, like a kid's club or like McDonald's play place. It's like, yeah. I'm here too. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, everyone. <laughs> Like, who, who isn't on Twitter now? You know, like, I, I kind it's of... so weird. Like, I'm kind of like, maybe was, like, Bin Laden on Twitter or something, you maybe. know, back he, in the day? He was probably on, like, a different account or something. MySpace? Like one of his girlfriend's accounts. <laughs> to me, there's a difference between society canceling people and the individual platforms. Yeah. Because I think the platforms are well within their right to do it because... Two reasons. First, the terms of service... Right, like that thing that we all just click agree to and we're like, oh yeah, whatever, like just hit next, sign me up, I want to do this thing. Right, they have some rules in place that we're agreeing to. If we don't like their rules, like they're going to kick us off. Mm -hmm. The second thing is, at least in my mind, 
businesses have had something similar, like physical businesses, I mean, have had something similar where they're like, we have the right to refuse service to anyone. Mm -hmm. So I, to me, Twitter banning Trump or banning anybody is not like, I see that as like within the realm of possibility because I see like the equivalency with other businesses. That That's my point is like, what has Trump done that the Ayatollah has not done? Yeah. Or, or like Antifa that w- burning down Portland every day. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, what, what, are, what, what's the difference? Because if you have to, if you ban one guy, you got to ban the, the rest, right? It should be at an equal, like, playing field. Well, it should be. And it's not. And that's like the point, like, I'm, I'm having, like, with social media and censorship is just like and cancel culture it's just not always like balanced you know like that you're saying it's biased yeah it's very biased Uh, believe it or not it's pretty biased out in this bitch but yeah there's uh there's just a lot like i just feel like there's some people i get away with like okay for one i'm i'm kind of shocked chrissy teigen is like getting canceled because of her did you see her tweets she like targeted i, towards, I feel like, like i'm like living under a rock no, you're, you're good bro <laughs> she uh she shouted out to like a bunch of uh, I don't know if she was a music Courtney Stodden or whatever, but she was underage and and Chris Teigen's just basically like bashing her, telling her to like kill herself. So oh rip. shit! Yeah, and then Chrissy Teigen again is like this weird ambassador towards leftist, you know, we domination where you know these people get canceled these people get canceled fuck them fuck them but then it comes to her and it's actually following through with her which i'm kind of shocked because i'm like i thought she was too powerful for that with her shitty cookbooks this is john legend's wife yeah right? but ellen is another recent potential cancellation yeah because how shitty she is to her staff which you know that's not hard to believe she's you know worth 700 million dollars I mean, <laughs> what normal person worth 700 million dollars is nice to their staff i mean they make warren buffett look like a kind billionaire i bet he's a dick if he doesn't get his mcdonald's <laughs> like his fucking egg mcmuffin in time you know who's the mcmuffin berkshire stock is going down two percent you know he doesn't pay taxes either so he he doesn't do shit so that's it's it's interesting you mentioned him because he has i feel like been probably one of the most transparent people when it comes to the wealth gap so he's like he's quoted as saying class warfare does exist in america and my class is winning like he he knows it and that's what it is it's class warfare yeah yeah it's it's rich versus poor and there's there was an interesting thing i was reading it was one of the I don't know if it's considered leftist, but probably like some kind of it's like the intercept or like the the something, you know, all those newspapers that are like the something like mm-hmm. we're doing investigative journalism yeah. now. Project Veritas. Please give us three dollars. Yeah. Donate three dollars so we can keep this going. <laughs> and they so they were doing this thing into like the the IRS tax leaks. Right. And so they had followed up with like Buffett. They had followed up with Carl Icahn, all these other people. Mm-hmm. And so they were trying to explain, they're like, you know, how did these dudes like amass so much money, but they're paying like so little in taxes? Like in some cases, yeah, like Buffett, I think paid zero for like a couple years. So what they were saying is what happens is these rich people own an asset, right? Like a corporation, piece of land, apartment building, whatever. And then what they do is instead of taking like normal income, right, they'll just be like, oh, yeah, appreciate it. Huh? They like depreciate like a lot of their shit too. So yeah, depreciating assets is is one thing. That's yeah. a that's a thing in the tax code to help you kind of you know you mm-hmm. balance finagle your way. Yeah, through. You, you know, Oops, looks like this machine broke down. <laughs> Two million dollars, <laughs> sir. It's a stapler. 
No, no, no. I don't know. Anyway, go ahead. Why, why, why do you think the ice cream machine never works? Yeah, McDonald's? exactly. <laughs> They're just beating the fuck out of it every day. <laughs> but the the other interesting thing was like what they were saying is that you know these rich people have all these assets. And instead of taking income, you know, like you see some of these tech billionaires, right? They're like, you know, I care about people. Mm -hmm. I'm, look, the world is in a bad place right now. One dollar salary. Mm -hmm. That's all I'm going to take from this company. A single dollar Mm -hmm. for the entire year. And so the article is like going into it. And they're like, well, you know, the reason why these guys take a dollar income is because most of their money... Like the tax rates are so much higher for income. Mm-hmm. So what they do is they say, oh, yeah, I'm going to take a dollar income. Like and then you get like taxed on that dollar, which is you know nothing. Mm-hmm. But then what happens is so then there's the other part, right? It was like, how do they get money? Like, you know, you flying around in your jet. You got all these cars. How do, how do you fucking do that? So what they do is they basically just take a shit ton of loans from banks against the assets they have. So they're like, OK, I have this company, you know, Alphabet or Google. Give me 10 billion dollars at 3% interest. And the banks are like, okay, sure. Like, you know, everybody knows Google or Alphabet. You know, this is like a really has a lot of value. Mm-hmm. We're going to give not you... Not going anywhere. Yes, yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty stable. It's not going anywhere. So we're going to give you 10 bill, 3% interest. And so it's like they can... The interest rates are super cheap. And then here's the thing. Because you took a loan, right? The bank gives you money and then you have to pay it back. Mm-hmm. It's not considered it's a loan income yeah exactly so it's taxed you can't be taxed on the fucking loan from the bank exactly that you haven't even paid back yet he also like sells a lot of his shit too like a lot of berkshire hathaway he'll sell like 98 percent of it like or like you know whatever mm-hmm. so it's like he's it's the same thing with jeff bezos like he never like records profit yeah because i mean he's killing it his mm-hmm. company's the biggest company ever in the world yeah so we know he's killing it, but it's like, yeah, it's just those loopholes, the totally legal loopholes too. It's yeah. not like they're doing illegal shit. People do. There's plenty of rich people who do illegal, like the offshoring and shit. Companies do that too, but uh, you know, it's not like you got to rewrite the fucking code if you want that to change. You know what I mean? Exactly. So, and that that's the thing, right? So you know, like I look at that, I'm like, okay, well, shit. If this is if these are the rules, like, let me just learn the rules and play the game. But then I'm like, okay, how do I get a ten billion dollar ass? You know, yeah. an asset. Wait, how am I? How am I going to be a billionaire though? Yeah. <laughs> Step how one: do I save all my billions. Step one: be rich. I don't even have a billion. Yeah, that's uh, that's tricky. Um, did you hear Bill Gates bought like three hundred thousand fucking acres of farmland? What What is it with rich people? That's and fucking farmlands? ridiculous, dude. Like, I'm sorry, but I just fucking pisses me off. And I love capitalism. <laughs> I already hate this guy enough. Now he bought all this shit. And you know he owns a lot of the land where they grow the McDonald's potatoes for the fries? That's not surprising to hear. That's not good with his GMO shit or whatever he's peddling. (laughs) You know what I mean? I know people are thinking, it's sustainable, Joey. It's a sustainable form of food. I don't care. I don't want it. I don't want to eat a fucking apple that has fish DNA and a strawberry <laughs> fuck this cabbage. I don't care. It's all going to change. Yeah. Ah, it just fucking pisses me off. I just don't, you know, with the amount of problems we have with like homeless people and shit, mm-hmm. that creepy fuck could have fixed that problem like this. You know what I mean? Yeah. But again, it's not really beneficial to him. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I get it. I mean, that, that goes back. If I was a billionaire, would I have done I don't know. I don't know. It's probably a lot harder than I'm saying. It could be. So, I mean, that, that kind of goes back to one of our earlier discussions. And it's like, there's not really morality in capitalism. No. You know, like, you're not really required to do anything. But 
at least you know anything like charitable but i mean you know there are places like there are people who i guess i i wouldn't i can't really speak to their you know their reasoning for why they did it but you know you look at like vanderbilt jp morgan right like these guys for the decades that they lived in like rich as fuck right titans rock look at i'm worth over four million dollars exactly how have you killed Like J.D. Rockefeller, right? Like, these guys are just... Scumbags. But at the same time, like, Vanderbilt University. Yeah. You know? So it's like... But J.P. Morgan was kind of a dickhead. You know You know about the Titanic thing? I haven't heard about the Titanic thing. So he... I, I'm, I don't know exactly, but he was supposed to be on the Titanic. Mm-hmm. And a lot of his competitors went on the Titanic. Well, he backed out at the last second. Mm-hmm. Supposedly, it wasn't even the Titanic. There was another ship that looked just like it. And it was better than when I mean, it was like more advanced than the Titanic. But the Titanic, what f- sunk and shit, what hit the iceberg and shit, yeah, was merely named the Titanic. wasn't It was like a totally different ship. Mm. And J.P. Morgan backs out at the last minute. Everything sunk and all that shit. But I, you know, that's really doesn't make too much sense to me because it's like you don't know if they're gonna get out alive. Like yeah. if you're trying to kill your competitors, you might as well just. Like hire a gang to kill him or whatever. <laughs> some weird ragtag group from the twenties or some shit. Yeah, I don't even know. Was that like the early nineteen hundreds? I, I think know. I think it was like nineteen fourteen. I think so. It was like late eighteen hundreds, early nineteen hundreds. Yeah. That yeah, that movie was good though. Titanic. That was a good movie. I don't think I've ever actually seen the entire oh, movie. Oh God, Vlad. <laughs> you and I. I feel like we're just swinging a miss on yeah, movies. Yeah, that's crazy. We need to have just a movie extravaganza we do yeah we need to we need to bust out all the classics there's surprisingly a lot of movies i don't know about we, we got to get you on that uh the early eastwood stuff man the spaghetti westerns yeah i was listening to this guy do you know dan carlin he's like a history the comedian no that's uh george carlin okay so dan carlin's like he's a uh like a historian is that like history uncovered yes. or like yes okay history uncut or something yeah, yeah yeah um but he was doing like a story on the like the persian empire and like the the greeks like the spartans and shit Mm -hmm. and he was using like a lot of clint eastwood references that's how i was like wow that's weird oh you know speaking about that so we actually even touched on this i think in an earlier episode conquerors so i started reading this book about genghis khan oh really yeah i'm i'm not like i'm still chapter one so still at the beginning but it's like it's pretty fucking interesting yeah so supposedly, and this is just from like the first chapter of the book, but like this guy, you know, rolled through with like a hundred thousand people, like was just laying waste to a bunch of shit. And it's like basically the setup is that this guy was undermanned, short, you know, grew up poor, basically had like all the worst cards in life. And then it's like, you know what? I'm, I'm going to start changing some shit. Mm-hmm. So it's just I'm going to start hitting the gym. Exactly. Yeah. So it's just kind of like this. I, I'm I'm still reading it. You know, I want to see where it goes. The the story. Did you get that because of our, our last? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Where'd you find the book? You go to the library or what? No. So one one trick that I usually like to do is um, I'll go on Amazon and just you know look at the reviews for different books. So I just search Genghis Khan and search in the store. And what I usually do is I just send them. A, I get them to send me a sample. So, oh really yeah so you can read like i think first chapter sometimes maybe even oh two. i remember that when i had a kindle yeah you could do that so you, you can like you know get a feel for the book first before you actually buy it yeah but then yeah like now i'm probably just gonna check it out from like the library so yeah i remember like when the kindle like first popped out i was like you could get like books for like nothing like, yeah like really good like old school dostoevsky shit 
Yeah. Joey, don't say that word. We're in America. <laughs> it's okay. I can say Dostoevsky, okay? So it's funny you mentioned that. Project Gutenberg has free books. So a lot of those classics you can get on there. You can yeah. stick on your Kindle, whatever, or you know, or whatever e-reader you choose. There's also um, there's a, there's a shit ton. Like you can get a lot of books through your local library specifically for your Kindle. Like all that shit, man. It's, it's out there. It's available. It's free. Links down in the comments and description. <laughs> Could be a learned man. Yeah. So before we get to our next segment, listeners, I know you've been waiting. We got new merch. Yeah. Coming in hot. New merch alert. Oh, yeah, man. I forgot about that. Yeah. Got some t-shirts designed, some tank tops. Mm-hmm. It's well, all linked up with uh, our social. Yeah. Right? It's like on our link tree. Yeah, it's on social. Uh, we got a Spotify store. Or Spotify? Shopify. Shopify. Excuse me. <laughs> we're on Spotify. We're, we're on Spotify. We're also on Shopify now, but... Yeah, we, as Joey mentioned, we got we got some cool T-shirts, we got some uh, tank tops, you know, a couple different designs. So, guys, take a look. You know, let us know what you think. Check it out. Buy a shirt. Support the show. No, but Vlad's right. I really, really like these designs. It's like our season one. I mean, we're embodying it. Cool wolf design, and uh, put it on a shirt and a tank top. And we got some other cool like '90s theme stuff. Obviously, we're you know early '30s, so '90s is a big part of our life. Yeah, guys, if you guys are into that kind of stuff, it would be really cool if you could. Uh, Check, just check them out. I guarantee you're going to like them. Yeah, but it is it is located on Shopify, and you guys enjoy. Let us know what you think about it. You know, moving on to the, the next thing. I don't know if you heard, but, like, they're doing this, uh, like, this Vaxathon in some of the other states. So it's like, if you get vaccinated, you get entered into a lottery for, like, millions of dollars. That's sick. <laughs> like, not in the good way. Let's shoot! <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's crazy because, like, this, I think vermont or like one of those kind of new england uh states or something there was an amazon driver who won i think a million dollars just by getting vaccinated which is crazy because i'm like wait a second like where where's my million you yeah, know exactly what, what's going on texas that sounds like propaganda 101 to me that's some <laughs> joseph goebbels shit <laughs> I don't know. Who the fuck knows if that's real? I don't believe anything I hear anymore, Vlad. But that is pretty... A million dollars is a lot of fucking money. Yeah. But, you know, actually, hold on. I just, I just want to jump back for a sec because <laughs> World War II reference. Yeah. Did you see... Uh, what is that show? It's on Hulu and it's the like... The Man in the Tower? Yes. Man, yeah. Yeah. Man in the High Castle. Man in the High Castle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you see that one? I watched the first episode. As we've talked about before, when you're watching a new show, you got to be in the right headspace. Yeah. I wasn't. But I've heard really good things about that fuck. Like, as if the Nazis would have won. Yeah. Yeah. And there's, like, people still trying to overthrow them. Yeah. It's a great print. I need to watch it. Have you watched it? So I've watched, I think there's, like, two or three seasons. I watched the first season. And then after that, I think I watched, like, one episode of the next one. And I was just like. Oh, what happened? I I fell off of it. Because it was just, like, it just, the wind up. I was just, like. I just got bored. I was like one of the very first actual Hulu like TV shows too yeah. from back in the day because I remember that that's been on like for a minute. Yeah. So it was like you know Hulu was kind of like you know they I think they'd been around for a couple years but like in terms of like like TV shows or like you know whatever mm-hmm. uh, production it was like Hulu was not really like yeah I mean well, it, it was like you went to HBO Showtime. That was it. Or like, you know, the local networks and shit. But yeah, that was... I wanted to like it. I really did because I love World War II. But mm-hmm. yeah, it wasn't really... I mean, I, I, maybe if I rewatched it, it would 
maybe like churn some more interest but i mean but they also stretched out too because like i thought the book is not that big oh it's a book yeah it's, it's a i think a, of course it is <laughs> all all good tv shows now yeah are books yeah no one no one's coming up with that originally anymore nah. But I think what they did is, like, they kind of just stretched it out a little bit. Because I think even, like, Fahrenheit 451, I think there's... I don't know which, you know, streaming platform, but I think that's in a TV show. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that was a book, too. Mm-hmm. Did you ever read the book, those books I gave you by uh, Cormac McCarthy? I did. So, I actually... What did you think of them? I'm going to have to borrow those from you when I get done with all 80 of my other books. Yeah, man, definitely. I am always open to sharing my library... So I've only read one of them, which was The Road. Mm -hmm. I thought The Road, this is my hot take. I knew where it was going and I was like... Pretty bleak. I was like, please, can we just get to the end? Like, I know... It's grueling. Yeah. Because I was just like, the thing is like, okay, so I'm I'm one of those people who I feel like my brain just kind of puts together the puzzle. So I'm like chapter two and I'm like, okay, I can see pretty clearly what's going to happen here, but I need to read like the next 12 chapters and I'm just like, each chapter... Have you seen the movie with Vigo? I haven't. Oh my god! I saw the trailer for it. The movie is rough. I mean, it's so good though. It's a great. It's got Robert Duvall in it for fuck's sake. I mean, can't go wrong. I I was just like so much, just like come on, like mm-hmm. just end it already. What about so? If that's how you feel about that, you need to read No Country for Old Men. Have yeah. you seen that movie? Oh yeah. Oh, okay. Dude. Thank God you said that. I was about to lose my shit. I'm to walk <laughs> out of this fucking house right now. No country for old men is. I think like, it's the perfect movie. I, I I don't know if I would say it's the perfect, but it's, I I don't know what beats that movie though. Like I I love my like gangster flicks and shit like that, but which those are really high up. There. So I don't think anything beats it, but it's just like different dimensions. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like. I can't think of a movie that's, like, better than that. But what I'd say is, like, there are other movies that are comparable. So, have you ever seen Uncut Gems with Adam Sandler? Ah, I couldn't I couldn't do it. It was like I was coming what? down with cocaine or something. Yes! Yeah. Yes, and that is the movie. I know. It, it's real. It, oh, I my. had to turn it off because I'm like, I cannot handle this yes. right now. So, I, I went with one of my good buddies, Sung, and we went and saw that movie in the theaters. Oh, God. Dude, like, I... That movie, I thought my heart was going to, like, pump yeah, out Yeah, I, I needed a Xanax. It's insane. And the thing is, like, so I know Adam Sandler from all the, like, 90s stuff. You know, Happy Gilmore, all this, like, kind of happy-go-lucky yeah. shit. And I'm like, okay, this is an Adam Sandler movie. Like, I've seen this dude. Like, mm-hmm. you know. I big Daddy, I get it. Yeah, like, I'm not, I'm not a big fan of his movies. I'm just like, okay, I feel like he's just kind of himself in all these movies. He's like the... Uh, you know like the loud obnoxious guy exactly so i'm just like ah fuck it but then i saw the trailer and i was like bro anytime you see a24 and a comedic actor do a serious role it's gonna be good like foxcatcher with uh oh, steve carell yeah anytime they go deep and, oh, and depressing man. yes great but you so you say you talk about adam sandler's like comedic roles and yeah shit, which classic as they may be i don't but you, like his comedic stuff well so but now hold on a second All right. here, okay? <laughs> now you don't like Happy Gilmore? I would I wouldn't rewatch it, no. Oh my god. <laughs> what about Billy Madison? I've never seen Billy Madison and I don't care to. Are you shitting me, Vlad? Shots fired. <laughs> well, you know what? Honestly, I got to be honest with you. I kind of get where you're coming from because it's so trapped in that nostalgic bubble of mine that I go back and watch these old movies and I'm just like, eh. yeah, I I I know what you mean because yeah. 
So I have like a very golden memory of watching Super Troopers because mm-hmm. I was in high school. Oh, yeah. Me and my buddies watched it. It was like a Saturday night. We're all chilling at like somebody's house and we watched it. We're just like, oh my God. That's insane, bro. Yeah. And it was like in that era of like American Pie, not another teen movie. You know, all the like, all those. And then like one day I was like, I was telling my wife, I was like, oh, you know, have you never seen Super Troopers? Like, it's so hilarious. We got to watch it. Oh, no. It's yeah. worse when you sit down with your wife. And yes. Because they just think you're an idiot. Yeah. So I put it on and it's like, I felt awkward. And then I was just like, you know what, babe? Let's just. Um, oh, that's the worst. I, Natalia and I go through that all the time with movies. Because, yeah. you know, they're from different countries, number yeah. one. So it's like I'm trying to show Natalia Chris Farley skit. Oh, yeah. And she's just like, I look at I'm like, <laughs> you know, you like when you yeah. laugh because you like want them to laugh. Yeah. <laughs> And then I just look at her, and she's just like dead face, like, uh... When, when do we get to the funny part? Yeah, I'm like, fuck, that's rough. Yeah. But it's like, yeah, I mean, it's, um... Yeah, that, that's the worst, though, when you, like, show it to someone else, and yeah. like, they don't get it. Some it's Sometimes... But even to me, I was, like, I was re-watching it, and I was just, like... I, I guess I just wasn't in the right headspace. Or maybe it was just something, you know, like, you had to be a teenage boy to, like... Same it, with, like, Anchorman. Yeah. Like, you know, Anchorman was... Like it's hilarious. A cult, cult classic. Yeah. You, uh, we all say so many stupid things from that movie. Like, yep. it'll carry on forever. But it is. It's kind of like, I just don't remember it the way I, like, wanted to. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. The nostalgia is better than actually rewatching it. Yeah. Like, oh, man. Like, Step Brothers was amazing. I, I just, have, I love anything Will Ferrell. And Natalia's not a big Will Ferrell guy, so. Yeah. Which is, underst- I get it. You know, you can't fucking like any. But anyway, going back to uh, No Country for Old Men. Dude, that that movie is Oh, my God. It's a mwah. But you know the movie came out the same fucking year as There Will Be Blood? Those two movies came out. Have you seen that? I haven't seen that one. Oh, son of a bitch. (laughs) We got to add it to the list. Well, I can't fault you for that because I just watched it in its entirety, um, like, literally three weeks ago. So So um, better or worse than No Country for Old Men? I don't know. I really, because, okay, so, Paul Thomas Anderson is my favorite director okay. of all time. And I know some people might be like, yeah, it's your favorite director. You haven't seen the fucking movie until three weeks ago. <laughs> well, I didn't have fucking time. It didn't line up for me, okay, people? I had seen some of the movie, but I always fell asleep. But anyway, I watched the movie in its entirety. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. It's a fucking amazing. I don't know. I really don't know which one's better. I really fucking couldn't tell you. I kind of want to go with. No country for old men. I, I, but then I don't know. You could put the gun to my head, and I would. I don't know. I'd be. I, I, I don't know. But uh, yeah, that's. Uh, those are good movies. I need to read the books. I haven't read either of those books, so I thought they were skinnier than that. But yeah, Cormac McCarthy's a, a genius. Yeah. But yeah, so you're talking about a million dollars on a back. Wow, we went from that to yeah. Fuck. <laughs> it's like I just came off an acid trip. I'm like whoa. <laughs> Holy fucking cannolis. But yeah, a million dollar lotto they're doing for people who want to get vaccinated. Yeah, so this, uh, I think it was like an, a UPS or Amazon delivery guy. He won a million bucks. And so, that, you know, of course they do the interview and he's like super excited. He's like, you know, so the news anchor, right, of course, is like trying to get in these questions like, um, have you considered what you would do with the million dollars? Um, what, what are your plans for the next six months? Um, how do you anticipate like all these deep philosophical questions? Mm-hmm. And the dude is just like, I, I don't know. I just like, won. Yeah. Like I, like, I, I just delivered a bunch of crap to someone's house and I just won. Yeah. Like he's, he was still on the job. And so they were asking him, um, 
like, you know, wh- where were you when you heard the news and all this stuff? And he was like, I was literally out delivering packages. Like, I saw the phone number. I had an idea who it was, but, you know, was still on the job. Blah, blah, blah. I had to call him back. I think it was, like, the governor who called him or something like that. So... But the, it was interesting because the guy's like, yeah, like, you know, this is going to be a nest egg for like me and my family, you know, kids college education. I'm going to buy a house and that's pretty much it. He was like, I'm still going to keep working, which I was like, I, I don't know about that, man. Like, I don't know, but like a million dollars, this doesn't go as, Does, like if it was 1942 and you got a million dollars, you're ready to go. Yeah. Retire. And you got like generational wealth, maybe. True. Maybe like one generation after you. But like now it's like, I don't, you know, Vermont, it's probably, you can buy a nice house in Vermont. Yeah. But like in Austin, so you you pay your kids tuition, you get a new car, you barely have enough for a house now. (laughs) I mean, you better hope you can get a fish fillet at McDonald's. Yeah. But that's, that's pretty interesting. What would you do? Yeah. What would you do if you just fucking won a million bucks right now? Hmm. If I won the big lotto, I don't know what the fuck I would do. Wait, wait what I, is the big lotto? Well, like the Powerball or something. Like what, what's that going for? I don't, I don't know what it is currently right now, but like... Oh, they. I think that's the one that usually has the crazy... There's like $400 million or something yes, like that. Yes, dude. They go up like... And then if you don't win, it keeps going up yeah. and up and up and up. We're just going to give you all the money in the United States here, of America. Here, take all of the teacher's fund. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. If, if, I, if I won a million dollars, I think... The first thing, I don't know, that that's so hard to say, you know, because I'm like, do you blow it? Do you, like, responsibly invest it? Like, do you, like, there's so many different things you could do, right? Like, there's some people I've seen online, like, they install ball pits inside their house and slides and all this kind of shit where it's like, you're just blowing the money because you have it, you know? But then I feel like there's also the responsible thing to do where, like, you know, I've got to set some aside and, you know, Index fund and a mutual fund into Dogecoin. (laughs) (laughs) That's. I think for me, like what I would do is I would. The first thing is definitely set some aside. You know, like put it aside, don't touch it. But like invent, like have it grow for you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Yeah, have it grow. Yeah. I think I would also so like passive investment, and then I would do. I would take some of it, and I try to. I probably go into real estate. Actually, that's that's probably something I would I would do with some of that money. And then you know, I think another portion of it would just be you know, kind of have some regular trips or something. Like not take like the next year off, but you know, if you have a million, take a good good few months though. Well, no, I don't even mean that. I mean just setting myself up like you know once or twice a year. It's like hey. Going to Italy. Oh, I going see. To, you know, it's like a, like all no limits. Yeah, vacation. Like it, it's it's just handled. Yeah, you know, it's taken care of, and do that for. I'm like, a millionaire, baby. It's it's we got this. We got this. Get get the good uh, smoked salmon this time. <laughs> exactly. But I, I also would like to think, and this is kind of the tricky bit of like some kind of like charitable work. Mm. You know, like because I feel like there's there's a kind of multiple ways to do it, right? Like some people just give the money. Other people give the money anonymously. Other people start charities. And, like, I've thought about starting a charity before. And, like, I have some of my, like, college classmates and high school classmates have, like, you know, charities or charitable organizations. But, like, I'm just kind of, like, if I start one, it should do something. But, like, it needs to do something that the others don't. Mm -hmm. You know, otherwise it's just kind of, like, noise. You know, it's just, like, another sort of thing that's out there. So. And I don't know if it's better to just, like, give people the money who already are the experts in this shit, you know, or just, like, start my own thing. I don't know, man. It's like... <sighs> yeah. I would... Uh, I'd buy a frozen yogurt stand. <laughs> <laughs> 
Froyo. I would just straight up be like the Froyo master, I, and only I would eat in there. Oh, no, no one else. Just for me. No. So you're you're just my place. Two p.m. Yes. You're walking in. Open two p.m. to three p.m. So the first Froyo place that cards. Right. If you're not Joey, get the fuck yeah, out. If you're not a Joey, fuck off. <laughs> No, yeah, I would probably do about the same shit you would. I mean, honestly, I would just take, like, invest half of it, the other half, try to buy some property or some land. I mean, you can't buy a fucking house in Austin, even with 500K. Yeah. Like, a good, like, I'm talking, like, in, like, central Austin. That's, like, impossible, which is ridiculous. But, yeah, that's a good idea. I feel like anything, like, real, I just want to own property, you know? I, I feel like, I feel like these things are good, but I think we're thinking, like, in the adult way. Like, yeah. I mean, if we're millionaires, we can fund, not like whatever, but we can fund some shit, you know, like not do, I mean, we, we can do like a startup. We, we could do a startup. We could invest in like, you know, earth saving technologies, like clean mm, up the world. Fuck that earth. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, you could even buy a ticket to outer space, right? Blue Origin or SpaceX or For something. For a million bucks? I don't know if it's a million. Like you might need a couple more. Yeah, that's like... Because Elon, they should what, be like paying a me a million to fucking go up there. <laughs> How many times has that worked? I don't even know. How many people have died trying to go to like space? Anytime I watch it, it's blowing up. Yeah, but somehow a bunch of idiots are in a space station right now. Oh, you could go up making fucking hot pockets and shit or whatever they eat. <laughs> you could do the the vomit comet. What's that? So oh, the thing where it f- spins you. It's kind of like that. So you go in a... It's like a modified airplane. Yeah. And it the like... The G-Force shit. Yeah. Yeah. So you float for a bit. No way. You don't want to do it? I can't even sit in a Southwest Airlines plane. Oh, shit. Yeah, that's Fucking true. drinking a, a Sprite. <laughs> no, I don't... back screwdrivers. Yeah. I don't know. Were we the one... Were you the one telling me, like, don't ever drink on a plane? Because it's, like, miserable. What? No, I... I okay. I drink I, on a plane all the time. Yeah, I was going to say. I, I, but someone told me, I was like, yeah, I don't know. I feel like I need a drink because I never drink on a plane. Yeah. So maybe I fucking need the drink. I mean, it's worth a shot. Like, it. I mean, it's definitely not as, you know, you're not at a bar. You can't kick your feet up. You're not yeah. chatting with people. You kind of got to chill out. You can't just, like, start busting out a cigarette or anything. Yeah. You could back in the day, though. That's true. I can't believe people smoked cigarettes on planes. It, it's crazy. It's fucking bizarre. Yeah. Now, I, that's when I was cool on planes. Yeah. I don't remember anyone smoking on the plane, but I do remember seeing ashtrays on planes. Yeah. So it was probably like an older model. Do you remember seeing the ashtrays? I, I don't remember seeing the ashtrays. So the first time I got on a plane, I think I was in... That was probably like towards... Actually, no, I didn't even get on a plane then. I went into an airport for the first time, like fourth or fifth grade, something okay. like that. Yeah. Like we were picking up a relative and I went through the, the metal detector and I was freaked out because I had never seen it. And it started beeping, of course. And I was like, no, I didn't. They had the metal detector back then. This was in. Uh, so this was in Houston for me. Oh, OK. And I think it was uh, an, an international airport. Yeah, yeah I, I guess I guess they had. The, yeah, they had the had to have the metal detector. Stuff. I mean, they didn't have all the like shitty TSA. Process. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah. But I think the first time I went on an airplane, I'm trying to think back when that was, it might have been actually when I went to, to Europe. No shit. That's a hell of a first flight. Yeah, it might have been caught. Go big or go home. Yeah. But you know, your first flight, you don't know what's going on. Yeah. You're I, like happy. Yeah. You're just like, well, well. I, I was super excited. Yeah. I've flown a lot. And now I'm just like, I fucking hate it so much. See, it's funny you say that because all the people who I know who travel a lot or who have traveled a lot in their past... They are so over traveling. Yeah, 
they're like, I would rather just be at home. I'm tired of, yeah, I mean, it's not that I don't want to get go and visit and be in the destination. Yeah. It's like I just don't want to go through the process anymore. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's just kind of annoying that like I, I'm just like scared to death flying now when I've flown so much, but I'll get over it. I mean, if The not- good thing is I, I want to try to not take Xanax to get on a flight anymore. Yeah. So... I think I took, I don't know, I took a lot last time. And it, it that's the scary thing. It didn't do anything for me. Like have I you tried hypnosis? That's, you know what? A lot of people have told me that. Like my aunts oh, told really? me. Yeah. My aunts told me that. Natalia has a, a family member that went to like a hip, hypnotherapist yeah. or whatever to quit smoking. And she quit smoking. Like wow. that, literally that day, stopped smoking. Someone who smoked for like 20 years. Oh, shit. I don't know. Maybe there's something to be said about that. I won't ever know. But they do say it only works if you go in there and you believe. Like you want it to You can't work. go in there and be like, uh-huh, fuck you. You can't be saying yeah. that the whole time, you know? So you got to kind of go in there with an open mind. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe that will work, though. I wonder if Aetna covers it. <laughs> Probably not. I mean, you never know. You got to find just the right tax loophole. Right? That's it. Just got to look them up. I mean, either that or, you know, you just take your million, you buy a, buy a private plane. Yeah, that's true. Those things are expensive, man. Yeah. God. You even can, then. You can smoke on it, though. You can do pretty much anything you want on that type of thing. <laughs> Wolf of Wall Street showed yeah. us that. Damn. Damn. Yeah, that, that's the dream. With my wife. Yeah, of course. Yes. Of course. Anyway, let's, uh, let's take a break really quick, guys, and do our latest uh, review for local Austin eatery. We... Uh, last week we spun the wheel and we landed on Russia. Vlad, Russia. And we went to this place. It was called the Russian House here in Austin. It was it was an adventure. So it definitely wasn't what I was expecting. And I don't think... I think I've only had food like this maybe once before. And even then it was still a little bit different. So this was definitely a departure from you know the food I'd normally eat. The, um, the pelminis were really good. It's like a steamed dumpling... That has uh, like beef and pork on the inside, and it's served with like sour cream and stuff. It was really good, like because I, I feel like the meat was really well seasoned, and then the fact that it steamed with the sour cream, like you just dip it in the sour cream, it had kind of gave it you know like a little different kind of texture, you know, it was a little accentuating. So I thought that was really good. I, I enjoyed that. Yeah, I uh, I agree. So I went to go pick up food with uh, Natalia, our co-producer. And my wife. <laughs> and uh, the place is really cool. Like, you go on the outside of it, it's like this really well-decorated, really cool-looking, like, Russian kind of themed front of the building. Then you go in, and it's like, I mean, it's exactly what you expect, but you really weren't expecting it, because it's like <laughs> Russia head to toe. Yeah. Like, they got the hammer and sickle on, like, pillows when you walk in. They got this big giant bear with, like, their merchandise <laughs> on. They got a picture of like Vladimir uh, Putin saying like oh, the KGB yeah. is watching you for your own protection. Enjoy the costumes because <laughs> they all have costumes. They have like a wardrobe when you walk in there. Oh, shit. That like, I guess, I guess either you wear or the, it just looks like a fucking party house. Yeah. And then you, you go to the bar and they have like all of this shit just like, it's almost like lit up. Each one is individually lit up like each, uh, I mean, it's, it's like uh, infused is vodka like, oh. and like different like teas coffee wow that lined the whole bar the food was good i mean it, it kind of was what i expected like i've never had russian food before pelminis that little like ravioli thing best thing i think 
Yeah, that we had, which were and they were delicious. Oh yeah. Uh, they also had their like version of the the pierogi, but they're all, they're called pierogies. Those were really good. Yeah. Um, I think to me personally, I think it's like a place you go and like and get drunk at. <laughs> like the food is to me secondary. Yeah. I think it's legit as fuck, but I I would honestly want to go there and just get shit faced. I mean, they've got all those infused vodkas. Yeah. Like and like the the fucking waiter, like the host. I don't know who he was. It was like two people working, but. Uh, they were like Russian, like Im- Im- oh, I don't shit. know if they were like first, second, third generation, mm. whatever. But they were like they had the like, how oh, can I help you? <laughs> and I was like, oh shit. Um, but no, it was really cool, uh, super cool atmosphere. Definitely feels like Austin, mm-hmm. like when you go there. So I definitely recommend it to everybody. We gotta get. Some I will go back there. every day. Yeah. So um, that's gonna be it for us guys on this episode of I Tonight. Again, I'm Joey. I'm Vlad. And hey, you know, if you guys check out check out our shop, we got that merch dropping, you know, some new hot stuff. Check it out. Get right for summer. Thanks again, guys. 